now listening to Earspace, brought to you by Rock 10 Productions. My name is Joseph Hamer. Uh, I work with a, uh, with a company called Americold. It's a frozen warehouse, and cool. I drive forklift and other awesome. stuff. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, where and when were you born, and where do you live now? I was born in Lancaster at um, Lancaster Regional Hospital back when it was called St. Joseph's. Um, Right now, I live in Elizabethtown, but I've kind of lived everywhere in Pennsylvania. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, where do you find your joy on a day-to-day basis? Day-to-day? Um, I A lot of times, I'm a miserable prick. Um, lately... I've been on this like anti-depression medicine, so it's kind of been helping me uh, find joys and stuff. So right yeah. now, I'm just trying to get back into music. Okay, it's been a couple years, so but cool. playing guitar again. Word. Well, that that plays into the next question, actually. Um, so like, you know, top five, top ten, relatively speaking, um, who are you listening to lately? Lately, um, as far as new, I really haven't found anything like new that's this year at least that's uh sort of uh, like i've had a real affinity to um i think <clears throat> excuse me uh there's some guys that played here locally um i'm not sure where they're from i think uh jimmy swope he's a, a kind of like a he's a country western guy yeah. he's from baltimore and there's uh Dwayne mark um i'm not sure where he's from but he's another country guy um, I really love the Menzingers. Uh, trying to think right now. Uh, I mean, as far as classic, like the replacements, I really, you know, s- still love the replacements. Uh, uh, I love uh, Caius and Queens of the Stone Age. Cool, uh, you cool. know, uh, mainstream rock. I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. Awesome. Some dude. people give me shit for that, no, but I'll, I love I'll, them. I'll fuck with the Foo Fighters oh, yeah. all day. Yeah, I got to see him uh, that. That show, uh, 4th of July in 2015 when he broke his leg. Oh, the really? The first show when he's in that throne. No shit. Dude, it was incredible. Joan Jett. Uh, that's cool. Buddy Guy. It was awesome. That's awesome, man. That, that's cool to be a part of that. Oh, that's yeah. A, <laughs> such a, like, a highly, highly uh, uh, publicized event. Yeah, it was the next day. It was, like, all over the internet. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, what, what are you afraid of, if anything? doesn't have to be yes 
I mean, basic phobia, like spiders, uh, but also marriage, children, uh, commitment to a degree, I guess, yeah. like long-term commitment. Okay, cool, cool. Um, what is the most physical pain that you have ever endured? Kidney stones, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that was horrible. Damn, dude, that sounds rough. I've never, I've never had, uh, never had anything like that. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you, I hope you never do. It's so bad. That's uh, yeah. I've heard you got You have to pee it out. Yeah, actually, the peeing out part isn't like you'd think. Like going through your urethra, and mine was only the size of like a grain of sand. Mm-hmm. It's there's a tube that goes from I think your kidneys to your bladder. And it's extremely thin. And these, uh, the kidney stones, they're like glass. They're so sharp. So I was having like really bad issues and like blood clots were coming out when I peed. Uh, it was not right. Yeah, right, right. So I had an MRI done and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you have a kidney stone. So that that yeah. part going from to, to the bladder was the worst part. The peeing out, not bad at all. Oh, that's interesting. So I've always thought of it, you know, what you said at the, at the head of it where it's like, you know, it leaving your, your, your penis would, you know. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. seems I, like it would what I would have thought lot. too. Like, I guess like when but, they get bigger, like yeah, and and right, the long right. over a longer time, like you, uh, once you've had them, there's a better chance of you having bigger kidney stones, and that would probably suck. Um, you could look back over like the course of your entire life, if you could name one thing, what would be uh, a fondest memory? <sighs> fondest memory. Uh, all right. It, it, this is gonna sound totally, probably stupid, uh, but honestly, the most fun that I can recall ever having, and there's a couple that that come to mind, but fucking jet skis, man! <laughs> like yeah. being on a jet ski <laughs> is just pure joy. Yeah, it's I mean, I got three hours. I didn't think of a cigarette once. Like it was yeah. just I'm on a jet ski. Like yeah. that's it was uh, so great. Super in the moment. Yeah, but also like. Taking mushrooms at Assateague Island, yeah, uh, at nighttime, and you just you know the reflection of the moon and the 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 ocean, and it's just uh, just beautiful. I mean that like total like spiritual kind of feeling. Yeah. That was amazing. Still pick a jet ski over that. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's sick, dude. I've never been on a jet ski before, but it, it looks like a blast. Highly recommend it. <laughs> How old were you when you lost your virginity, and was it a pleasant experience? Um, I was 17, um, and yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was pleasant. It was, uh, my first like serious high school girlfriend. We were both virgins, obviously. She was a virgin. Um, and it was something that we like, you know, pretty typical, like we worked up to, you know, she was nervous. I was horny as all get out cause I'm 17 and a virgin and, uh, it was somewhat pleasant, um, we tried it once before and I didn't know how to properly put on a condom and I lost my boner. So that was embarrassing. And then we finally did do it, but I was nervous. My parents, my dad was in the other room and the beds creaking and stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't want dad to know whatever. So I'm going to put blankets on the floor and we'll do it on the floor. It'll be quieter. But, um, the movement and not really knowing the mechanics, I'm just kind of pushing her. So, so the the blankets got out of the way, and I actually pushed her across the carpet. She had rug burn oh, all shit. down her back, man. It was just like the worst. So it was it was pleasant in a way with a person yeah. like that. We had a connection and that was cool. Yeah. 
the hurting your part sucked. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. man. That's funny. Have, have, you, uh, have you ever used drugs or alcohol? And um, within a, a couple of sentences, can you give me a positive and a negative story about, um, if so, uh, for the, the, the experience? Yeah, I've, um, I've done, I've done, it was a mission of mine when I was younger to try every drug, um, kind of garbage head. Um, the positive is, uh, I, I would think hallucinogens, uh, acid and mushrooms, just uh, with people I was close to, it has a, it had a way, some of these experiences were really positive and brought me closer to those people. And had some really life affirming type of moments where, you know, you s- just sort of like uh, get to know yourself, and uh, it, you know, I mean, anyone who's done it, kind of, I think, understand that. The negative, uh, I was a IV drug addict for eight years, between eighteen and twenty-six, and I mean, everything, meth, coke, heroin, primarily, and that was the negative. Uh, what's like the, what is the wildest slash craziest thing you have ever done? If you could try to think. Of uh, all life events, um, I mean, we had a. It's not like a pride point, but there was a. We had a lot of hustles. The group I was getting high with when when I was using heroin, a lot of hustles to get drug money, and uh, one of the main things I would do. There was a Spanish guy I was with that knew all the hustles, but he was kind of well-known. He'd been in the drug scene for a while, so he couldn't go into certain places because they'd be like, oh, it's that guy that steals. So we'd go out to, like, Tanger Outlets. First, I'd go to Walmart. I'd steal slip-on, you know, shitty shoes. I'd walk into the Nike store and get, like, we'd take orders from people in different parts of the city that this guy knew, and I would get, um, like, Air Jordans. Like, I'm trying them on and just walk out of the store. And I did a lot of that. I'd wear, like, you know, layers of designer clothing, yeah. walk out and sell it, um, you know, running hustles like that. Yeah. That's pretty wild. That I didn't – I never got a retail theft charge. I've been to prison, just not yeah. for that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Um, what do you think about when you fall asleep at night? Is it – do you think about anything? Do you just fall asleep? Is it not something? Is it a constant thing? Is it – Day by day. I have always, well, since I was a teenager, I've had horrible sleep issues. Yeah. It's kind of why I, uh, I think I gravitated to, like, uh, sedatives, downers, narcotics, yeah. like heroin, because it helps you sleep. But, yeah, I have insomnia. I've gone days without sleeping already. I uh, also have, I have sleep apnea, and I have sleep paralysis, which is fucking horrific. It yeah. sucks so yeah. fucking bad. So, uh, when I think, usually... My mind races. That when I'm dealing with insomnia, my mind just races about everything. Every stressor, everything's amplified. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, basically everything I think about. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Um, yes, we only got a couple of questions left. Um, if you could go back in time and change one thing about your life, if you would do it, what would it uh, be? Um, one thing, I mean, there's one thing, like, lately, it's kind of deep, I don't want to, like, bring it down or anything, uh, but, like, one thing, come, recently, my brother, who was also a drug addict, I got clean before he did, 
um, not clean. I stopped using hard drugs and heroin. And he's been in and out of jail for years now. And uh, he got out of jail in May of this year. And the end of August, we thought he was doing really well. He was hiding it well. He had a massive overdose. Um, it's the, definitely the worst overdose. I've known a lot of people who overdose. And uh, this is this is the worst overdose I've ever seen anyone survive. And uh, he's got brain damage from lack of oxygen. He survived, so there's that. Right, right. Um, his heart's fucked up probably for life. Um, we don't know if his brain's going to recover or not. If anything, I just wish I would have been aware and maybe, uh, I don't know, protected him a little bit, you know, in some way. Yeah. Tried to see it yeah, coming yeah. And, and maybe help him. Um, so there's that, yeah. So the uh, the last question here, um, I want you to tell me a story. It could be uh, it could be something that you make up now. It could be something you've heard. It could be a, a memory. It could literally be anything, made up, true, false. Take your time. It could be long or short. It does not matter. All right. Um, this one. Uh, can it be kind of funny? Like, I mean, it's whatever you want. Okay. Like my virginity story that did not, that ended in injury and folly. I have a lot of that. I was in my twenties. I was a, if, if I was definitely a man whore by all standards. So I just kind of like fucked indiscriminately Mm -hmm. didn't matter. And, uh, uh, maybe six, seven years ago, I got out of a four year relationship. It's kind of, trying to learn how to play the field again. Went out with a buddy. His girlfriend came with. Her name was Anna. And uh, we went... I, I drunkenly dropped the glass. Everyone looked at me at the bar. I felt like an asshole. So I'm like, let's just get six-packs. We'll go back to my place. We did that. Drinking for a while. We got a bunch of six-packs. We ran out. Let's go back to the bar. So we go back to the bar to get more takeout. Anna goes in. I give her the money and everything. And we're just bullshitting. She comes out and goes, I'm going to get you late. And I'm like... You're an angel. Great. Going out of this breakup. Awesome. Yeah. So she comes out, <clears throat> and she brings out this woman who's considerably older than me. She's, you know, I was like 27. Excuse me. And um, this woman was 40. Yeah. She was an attractive woman. She, I, she definitely yeah. was. Um, and she got in the car. I'm wasted. We're all wasted. She gets in the car, and the first thing she says is, is this the guy? You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, so... She starts making out with me passionately and everything, and I'm like, rad, yeah, I mean, this is a little weird, but cool. And then she starts telling me about, like, her son, Ian, and he's 18, and then, uh, I'm changing names, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, um, and she said, uh, she also told me she's an alcoholic who fell off the wagon that day, red flag, should have jumped ship then, didn't. Um, so we went back to my place, we're all drinking, whatever, and she's fucking she's as wasted as we are so you know we're all having fun and then at some point she just starts making out with me and my friends are there and she starts taking her clothes off and stuff it was really kind of weird but kind of cool and then my friends sort of slip out the door and text me you're welcome you know so i'm like oh great so she's she's but she's this woman is fucking insane like i think like oh this is gonna be a cool way to get back into the game she fucking just while we're making out, just fucking bites my neck. <laughs> so fucking hard. I mean, like, biting's playful. This was hard. It hurt yeah. so fucking bad, and I screamed. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I want to preface this by saying, preface this by saying, sorry, I should have said this in the beginning. When I 
when I broke up in the relationship I was in, I moved in with my dad till I found an apartment. So I was at my dad's house. Yeah. And uh, she bit me. I screamed. She basically called me a pussy, yeah. smacked me, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And then we keep on, you know, I'm like, you can't fucking you know, chill. Just yeah. chill. Rough's okay, not that rough. Yeah. So we keep on going and everything, and she starts going down on me, which is, hey, big fan, cool. Yeah. And then in the middle of her blowing me, she just fucking bites down hard man no. like hard. and i'm freaking out because no. i don't know what to do i don't want to like m- make too sudden of a move that she's yeah. gonna bite it the whole way off but yeah. i'm like this is you know so yeah. i kind of flat palm whack-a-mole style like smack her on the forehead and I'm like ah, and she rears her head back she's like you're a pussy i'm like no i've had a dick my whole life you don't do that to a dick <laughs> so fellatio's out of the question i'm kind of like on the fence at this point I don't know what to, you know, but she keeps on trying to work at it. So we keep, you know, she's bite. She every, we'd fool around. Things are hot. Then she'd bite me again. It would hurt. I'd ask her to stop. At some point, I just. Uh, oh, by the way, she's calling me um, Ian uh, during this, which is yeah. her son's name, which is fucking yeah, really weird. Uh, at some, yeah, at that, some, that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. I can't. And she's fucking drunk. I'm drunk. I can't drive her anywhere. She's not driving anywhere. She came with us. So I'm like, okay, this is now my responsibility. I let her sleep it off. And I'm sitting in my room like, God, what the fuck, man? Like, this is a really bad way to start playing the field again. I go to the bathroom, and I look in the mirror, and where she bit me in the neck, that first bite, was completely swollen, black and blue, and blood. (laughs) The teeth marks blood going down all in my shirt. It's all stained with blood. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to hook up with a fucking vampire, so, like, I... (laughs) Go back, and I'm, like, laying there, and I'm, like, contemplating every dis- bad decision I made in my life. And at some point, she just stands up like she's going to go to the bathroom, swaying, squats down, and pisses on her pile of clothes on the floor. No. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I get her up, no. and she's, like, yelling at me and calling me Ian. I get her to the bathroom, yeah. and it was, it's you know, we're men. It was just me and my dad in this house. Yeah. So there's a bathroom attached to the bedroom. I The seat's up because we're men. So yeah. I'm... Steadying her, my foot's in between her legs. I'm like, just stay right here. I turn around and I put the seat down. In that amount of time, she's standing up, pissing on my foot. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, it's fine. I'm like, it's not, this isn't a fucking dog kennel. What are you doing? So I sit her down. She pisses off the rest of it, whatever she had left, put her back in bed. Within an hour, she pissed my bed. So, all right, fuck. So I fucking. Clean things up, flip the mattress, fucking redress it, whatever. Does it does it again? About an hour later, I'm not sleeping this whole time. I'm just yeah. horrified. Um, she pissed my bed again. I have to make what comforters I have. I make a makeshift bed on the floor, and I'm like, dude, you can't do this again. This is all I got left. Don't do this. Yeah, right. So in the interim, I did a bunch of laundry. I threw her shit in there because it's all covered in piss and everything. Um, and at some point, oh, by the way, during this. I'm just thinking, because this woman's completely out of her mind, I have a loaded 38 special in a drawer in my room. I can't sleep. Because right. if this crazy woman finds that and shoots herself in the head, yeah, I have good. her fucking teeth marks, her <laughs> dental marks in my neck. It's going to look like there's a struggle. I can't fucking let that happen. Yeah, so I'm just up all night. At some point, her phone starts going off around 6, 7 in the morning. Right. I don't know this woman, so I'm like, fuck, dude, is she like married? Does she have a boyfriend? Like, What did I get myself into? I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm telling her, like, hey, you know, your phone. She's, fuck it, whatever. At some point, she wakes up and told her, you know, she well, she kind of woke up. She's like, where am I? What's going on? I'm like, 
he came here last night. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I told her, she's like, what happened, you know? And I'm like, well, you fucking, you bit me on my neck. And I showed, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, that's cool. But you bit my dick, and that's not cool. And she grabbed my dick and said, I can make it feel better. So I fucked her. I definitely fucked her. She was still covered in urine. I'm a fucking pig. But I did it. And then I was like, okay, I can take her home now. She's like, I'm just going to sleep it off. I'm like, all right, I guess. Like, at your place. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I, what's that? Like again. Well, yeah, she just wants to go back to sleep. Yeah, this is like yeah, 7 a.m. So I'm like, right, fine. Right, right. So I, I do eventually get like around like 9, 10 o'clock. I fall asleep for a little bit. At noon, she wakes up with a start. I guess she was still drunk. I don't know if she was on prescription pills. She was way more fucked up for longer than I was. She woke up. And she just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's, like, dark. She's on the floor and naked. And she's like, where am I? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, okay, hold on. I like, check it out. Last night, you were at River Street. She's like, I remember that. And my friend, Anna, she, she's like, I remember Anna. I'm like, you came here? She's like, okay. She started to come back through. She's like, okay. I'm like, she's asking me, like, what happened? Did we have sex? I'm like, we kind of did, yes, you know, whatever. Showed her the bite. She felt really bad. Um, I gave her her clothes, which were folded washed dried because i'm not that much of a monster she's like you're so sweet oh my god you know whatever she's talking to me trying to like apologize and everything she hears a stirring outside the room she's like do you have roommates i'm like yeah call him dad dude the look on her face she just like oh i need to go back to aa so like you know i i fucking i had to wait i had to wait till my dad left before she would let me take her home because she didn't want to walk do the walk of shame so so i take her home and I'm pretty positive she had a husband because she seemed like she was looking around her car for someone. I thought I was going to get a crowbar to the head. Like, she tried to kiss me when she was leaving, like and I head kiss. turn. <laughs> no, I can't. This was so fucked up. Yeah. So um, that's why I drink. So, yeah, that's the story. Damn, man. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> it, that's it, a good one. wasn't at the time. Now it's funny. I actually still have a – it's a white Shaun of the Dead shirt that still has blood stains on the collar. Damn, dude. Yo, well, thank you. Thank for, you, man. Uh, participating in the, the podcast that will, at the point of recording this, or putting this out, actually have a full-fledged name. So, thank you. Sweet, man. Thanks. Been real. Yeah. Next week on Earspace. The curtains were not ripped, like not taken down. They were cut by like a broken shard of glass, like off of the windows for some reason. I have no idea what this guy was doing.